the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Kyrgyzstan. Here we go! Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 of the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. This episode covers Kyrgyzstan's players. And we're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. We think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a lighter, more uh, narrative version this time. Part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. Uh, we think that'll be in late December or early January. And at that time, we'll go back over the list that we compile here and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover uh, a couple of other things like injuries and surprise selections. Uh, we'll talk more about that at the end. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we are focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both of the, those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode has three sections. Section one, uh, we will give and discuss some general information on the team. Section two is the main part where we look at the uh, candidates in each position and uh, their likelihood of making the final squad. And in section three, a short section, uh, we'll give any closing thoughts and we will preview part two in more detail there. Okay, let us begin then. And um, we start with uh, some general information on the squad. So uh, observations, we really only have one here. And uh, we are talking about kind of an influx of new players recently. Uh, that is happening with all teams to a degree, but in the case of Kyrgyzstan, uh, it's exacerbated by a couple of identifiable region, uh, reasons, I should say, uh, including recent injuries to players, but we'll get into that in the main uh, text, as it were. Um, we do have a few other observations, but I think it'll be better to discuss these along the way and then summarize them in the conclusion. So let's move on to our second uh, thing, uh, retirements. So our condition here has been veterans with over 60 caps who have been off the team since the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, but in the case of Kyrgyzstan, only two players have reached 60 caps and both of them are still active. So uh, we will mention, though, a couple of bigger names from the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, and both of these actually have German-sounding names and, and German connections, uh, although both of them were born in Kyrgyzstan. So um, part of the Asian Cup in 2019 was uh, Edgar Bernhardt, 
Uh, Edgar Bernhardt was with the team from 2014 to 21. Uh, 41 caps there, but he's 37 years old now. And he spent a lot of his uh, playing career uh, in Germany. He moved to Germany at a young age. So he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup, but last played for the squad in June, in June of 2021. So not really a consideration for the squad here. And the other is a fairly similar story. Uh, Vitali Lux, who was with the team from uh, 2015 to 19. He's 34 years old now. He only had 32 caps and uh, eight goals, but uh, he did score uh, quite a bit for the um, uh, for the national team uh, at important times. He scored three goals in uh, the Asian Cup there. Um, and two goals, two of their goals in qualifying too. So he also uh, is with German teams. He's only been with German teams. And uh, Vitaly Lux last appeared for the team uh, about a year after the uh, Asian Cup, November 2019. The Cup itself had been played in January. So Edgar Bernhard, Vitaly Lux uh, um, retired from the team but still uh, a couple of relative veterans playing with the team. Let's look at Kyrgyzstan's club affiliations, or the clubs the players play for. And um, I would say about 75% of them are with domestic clubs, maybe 80%. And the, the clubs that these um, uh, that are contributing to the national team here, uh, we try to keep it to three. And, and it really is three in the case of uh, Kyr uh, Kyrgyzstan. Uh, Alga Bishkek. Bishkek is the capital of uh, Kyrgyzstan and um, Alga Bishkek, a big team there. Also Dordoy Bishkek, uh, so two of the teams in the capital there. And then uh, the other one, Abishis Atakant, uh, uh, probably the three um, most represented teams on the national team. Uh, outside of the country, we do see players playing um within the region there sorry just let me uh, uh sort out the graphics here um within the region and uh we see players playing in uh uzbekistan russia kazakhstan and belarus and we do have a few players playing in the wider world there so uh in uh turkey germany and then some uh, uh, kind of intriguing locations, uh, Indonesia, Hong Kong, and Lithuania, uh, players with clubs in those teams. Uh, but I have to say, these, even the, the ones in Germany, are mostly obscure clubs, some names that I, I have not seen before. Uh, in terms of big names, uh, clubs, really only one. And that's a play with Galatasaray, and I think he's young and not really uh, integrated into the team yet, but that uh, is a pretty uh, big club name. Otherwise, uh, none of the teams in uh, Russia or Germany uh, are really noteworthy. Okay, let's look at their recent games. We're not really interested in the results here. We'll actually be more interested in the formations. But the reason we're doing this is because we do uh, examine the players' participation over the last two years to determine their likelihood of making the squad. So we will take a look at the uh, at the games over the past two years uh, here. So, uh, oops, uh, we begin with uh, friendlies. 
uh, in March 2022. These are the first games in 2022. So uh, two friendlies there against Uzbekistan and Tajikistan. And in June of that year, 2022, they had actually qualifying for this Asian Cup. So this was the second group stage. And uh, they played three games in a group with Singapore, Myanmar, and Tajikistan. And obviously, uh, they um, passed, advanced from that group stage to reach the Cup. That's why we're talking about them here. Uh, after that, we have uh, friendlies. Uh, in September of 2022, and uh, we, we see most international teams having friendlies uh, in the three months of the fall here. Um, however, uh, Tajikistan only had one in September, that was against Russia. Uh, and then in October and November, they didn't have any uh, friendlies. And uh, didn't play all the way from September until March 2023 where they had two friendlies against Myanmar and India. In June of 2023, though, they had a tournament. It was actually the first uh, regional, uh, the first local tournament uh, for the Central Asian nations, CAFA. And they had three games there in June of 2023. Those were against uh, Afghanistan, Iran, and uh, Oman. Actually, Afghanistan and Oman. Uh, sorry, Afghanistan and Iran are in that region, uh, in that locality. Oman was an invited guest, and it's kind of interesting because uh, they meet Oman uh, uh, down the road. They meet them a few times. They are scheduled to meet in the uh, Asian Cup group stage here. Okay, and then uh, we finish with some friendlies. Once again, they had one game in uh, September, September 23 here. Uh, that was against Kuwait. And this time they did have games in October, two games against Bahrain and the Philippines. Uh, okay, so once again, we're not too interested in the results. We're interested more in the formations. And um, uh, we got to summarize here because they really had uh, a variety of formations. So we're trying to uh, boil it down to a pattern here. They did use a 4-2-3-1 just straight out um, uh, quite a bit. Uh, it becomes a bit more complicated with other formations, but basically they're all variations of a 4-5-1. So usually that means the midfield is divided, and it could be divided several ways. That five players could be uh, a 1-2-2, two, two, or it could be um, a 2-1-2, two, two, uh, like that, variations on the 4-5-1. But uh, the pattern there is still consistent in that uh, they do have four at the back and one up front. And uh, over the course of the games, we do uh, see a couple of times where they had three or five up front. And let me see. Um, I don't see any situation. Oh, yes, uh, they did have uh, two up front uh, just once, as far as I can tell. Uh, when we look at recent formations, then it's the same thing. It seems like their standard formation is the four, two, three, one. That doesn't mean they uh, necessarily use it the most. It means they always uh, seem to kind of go back to it. So uh, over the past uh, six games, um, or eight games, we'll go from March 2023, uh, they've used it four times. Uh, the other is now uh, a variation of the four, five, one. Um, 
Uh, so it's the same basically, and uh, we we see a uh, four uh, four one four one or a, a four one two two one uh, uh, formation um, there. So again, think of four at the back, uh, generally one up front, and the midfield uh, could be divided uh, in a variety of ways. Okay, let's finish uh, this section with the upcoming game. So World Cup 2026 uh, qualifying has begun. Uh, it begins in November for uh, Kyrgyzstan, but actually began in October for the region. Uh, there were preliminary round games in October, and we did uh, 10 uh, podcasts on each of those sets of games that gave us a chance to look at some of the weaker teams in the region, which are rarely... Uh, kind of considered, so I was happy to do that. Uh, Kyrgyzstan, though, received a bye in that round, and uh, they're not playing the team uh, that graduated from that. They're playing two teams that received a bye. The first one on November 15th will be against Malaysia, and the second one, uh, you guessed it, it's against Oman. So they're in the same group for World Cup qualifying, and in Asian Cup qualifying, as well as meeting in their local uh, uh, their local cup. And um, we are uh, uh, recording this uh, media cast in the first week of November, so those games are about uh, a week down the road. Uh, we guess that they'll be using their best uh, players, but it'll be interesting to see what that is, given the recent changes uh, that we mentioned at the beginning. And in terms of pre-tournament friendlies, uh, they haven't scheduled any yet, but we do expect that teams will schedule one or two friendlies prior to the tournament. All right, that is the end of this uh, uh, section one on the team. And now we uh, specifically look at the players, uh, beginning with the managers. So we'll begin with uh, outgoing manager Alexander Krestinin. Alexander Krestinin is a uh, Russian, uh, Russian-born manager. He played professionally in Russia uh, in the uh, late 90s and 2000s, but he didn't earn any international caps. And um, in addition to managing Kyrgyzstan from 2014 to 2023, he managed one of the bigger clubs, uh, one of the ones we've met, Dordoy Bishkek, uh, at the same time, or at least uh, from 2017 until 2021. So in the middle of that period uh, there. So he retired from um, Dordoy Bishkek to focus on the Kyrgyzstan national team in 2021. And in April of 2021, he departed from the team uh, by mutual consent. And uh, the incoming manager, 20 days later, was uh, Stefan uh, Tarkovic, a uh, Slovakian manager um, who actually had coached uh, or managed the Slovakian team in uh, 2020 to 22 and led them through the Euro Cup. And uh, he had been a caretaker manager of Slovakia and an assistant uh, prior to that, in addition to uh, managing um, uh, clubs in Slovakia and uh, one in the UAE. So uh, manager of the national team since April of 2023. Now, I have to say, I didn't really see any big changes uh, to the squad when he coached them 
not long after through the three games of Asian Cup qualifying. Uh, but I'm beginning to notice as I do these media casts that um, uh, most managers seem to come in and not make any changes. Perhaps they're uh, basically observing for the first little while and then they start to make changes a bit later. So perhaps that explains uh, some of the changes we've seen in the, uh, in the autumn of 2023 or one of the several reasons uh, why we're seeing recent changes. Okay, let's move on to the goalkeepers. And um, I'll point out as I do in all of the media casts that uh, when you see a name in gray, uh, like Urzan Totoai, uh, sorry, Tokotayev here uh, in grey. Uh, that means they have not been involved in a tournament. Urzan Tokotayev uh, is a definite candidate. Um, uh, and so is likely candidate Sulpan Chomoev, whose name is also in grey. But we have a possible candidate in uh, uh, Pavel Matyash, and you see his name in black, which means it, he, uh, he has participated in a tournament. Uh, and for Kyrgyzstan, that tournament can only be the uh, 2019 Asian Cup because it's the only uh, one they've reached. Uh, okay, so uh, possible candidate Pavel Matyash. And as I'm doing here, I'm going to introduce the names first. And then I will go back and look at the biographies, uh, especially of the main candidates. And finally, uh, finish with a, a narrative summary of the position. So uh, let me just go back and repeat there. Uh, definite candidate, uh, Urzan Tokotayev. Um, uh, likely candidate, Sultan Chomoev. And uh, uh, Pavel Matyash is the first of our uh, possible candidates. The other is uh, Dastan Alibekov. And... Um, we also have uh, Anton Kochenkov as a portable but unlikely. So I'll deal with uh, uh, these players quickly. We have a couple of candidates uh, at the portable but unlikely or seem to be off the squad, but we're not really going to put them on the list anymore unless there's a reason to. There is a reason to put Anton Kochenkov because he was the uh, goalkeeper during the uh, CAFA Cup there. He only played one game. I think Toko Tayev uh, played the other two games. Um, but he is uh, 36 years old and he's not attached to a club. He was with Arsenal Tula in Russia, uh, but now he's unattached. So we think uh, it's very unlikely he will uh, be called up for the cup. So let's look at the main candidates who we think will be. Urzan Tokotayev uh, has been with the team since 2021 and has 16 caps. He's quite young, just 23 years old. And he plays in Turkey uh, for a club, uh, uh, again, a club I'm not really familiar with, San, uh, San Liufaspor uh, in Turkey. And uh, uh, Tokotayev has started... 13 of their 14 games over the past two years and was on the bench for one other. So not much doubt about the, him making the squad and being the starter as well. Okay, uh, likely candidate Sultan Chomoev is even younger. He is 20 years old. Doesn't have any caps for the national team, though. Um, he got his first appearance on the bench in September 2022 and uh, was on the bench for... 
eight of the nine games and the other one he was with the under 23 team so even though he hasn't started uh, he has been called up quite consistently uh, uh, since September of 2022 so we think he's likely to be uh, the uh, on the bench at least for the uh, all, but but called up to the team oh I'm losing my uh, my strings here uh, okay Pavel Machash uh, as we said does have experience he's been with um, Kyrgyzstan since 2009 with 46 caps uh, he's 36 years old he was the starter in the Asian Cup however uh, he did lose his starting position um, after uh, poor mistakes on both goals in their first game and he was replaced replaced by a keeper who uh, is no longer on the squad um, uh, he didn't lose his starting position though uh, overall because of that um, uh, but um, in uh, 2021 basically when Toko Taev came onto the scene that's when he lost his starting position so uh, didn't start any of the games uh, over the past two years uh, but he was on the bench for three uh, and not selected for 11 others including the last two matches so uh, that means he has been called up recently uh, uh, Matias so kind of being used I would guess as a third string keeper or uh, may not make it at all but he was there for the third last game in September 2023 so is a possible candidate uh, also possible Dastan Ali Bekov uh, he also has no caps for the team even though he's 26 years old and uh, he got his first appearance on the bench very recently in September 2023 and didn't start any of their games but was on the bench for one and then not selected for the last two matches so a bit of an outside chance for uh, Dastan Ali Bekov but uh, uh, we'll talk about that as we move on to the um, narrative summary of this section so as we saw uh, Toko Tayev started all 14 games except for one and the one he missed was the uh, uh, second match of the CAFA Cup uh, where Kochenkov replaced him however uh, Kochenkov doesn't look like a likely candidate uh, as he was not selected before or after the CAFA Cup so it's really unclear actually who the backup is um, it seems to be Chomoev uh, since the two possible candidates uh, here Matyash and uh, Ali Bekov didn't appear in the last two games so uh, they still seem to be searching for the third string keeper that they will bring to the to the Cubs okay let's move on to central defenders and I'm just gonna cough if you'll excuse me I'm back okay so we begin with a listing of the candidates so we have uh, Tamirlan Kozubayev as a definite candidate and uh, Valerie Kitchen as a likely candidate uh, Azar Akhmatov an also likely candidate and one more still uh, Christian Brosman uh, the third of our likely candidates uh, we have one uh, possible candidate in uh, Amantur Shamerzaev and we have uh, a player uh, who we won't mention because he's off the team since 2021. We'll bring players like that back uh, if they are unexpectedly named to the final squad. Um, 
Okay, so uh, let's look at the candidates here. Uh, Kozubayev, Tor, uh, Tamerlan Kozubayev, has been with Kyrgyzstan since 2015 with 47 caps and two goals. And uh, interestingly, he plays in Hong Kong for Eastern AA and uh, has also played um, in Russia and other countries as well. He was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup, was Kozubayev, and over the past two years started nine of their 14 games. Uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for two, and just one match that he wasn't selected for, and that was the first match of 2022. So uh, a, a staple in terms of being called up and started nine of the 14 games. So... Um, we think he's a definite candidate who uh, will probably be a starter as well. Next, we have the first of our likely candidates, Valerie Kitchen. Kitchen has been with the team since 2011 with 42 caps and four goals. He is 31 years old and he plays for uh, a small team in Russia that I'm not familiar with. Uh, but prior to that, uh, in 2020, he was with Torpedo Moscow in Russia and Dinamo Minsk in Belarus. Both of those are uh, pretty big teams and he's played for uh, several teams in Russia. A pretty good resume for Valerie Kitchen. He was the captain in the 2019 Asian Cup and started all four games. And over the past two years, he started seven of their 14 games, uh, but he was not selected for seven others, including the last three matches. So in terms of participation, he looks more like a uh, possible candidate, but in terms of reputation, I actually don't think he's the captain uh, anymore. But still, uh, in terms of reputation, I would be a bit surprised if they didn't bring him. So... Um, uh, we consider him a uh, likely candidate here. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, we have our second likely candidate in Azar Akhmatov. So Akhmatov uh, was on the roster for the 2019 Asian Cup, but actually didn't see any action. And uh, he has 19 caps for the national team since 2018 and one goal. And over the past two years, Akhmatov started five of their 14 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for four. He actually was out with a broken collarbone for two of the games, so that means just one match that he wasn't selected for. So, um, uh, yes, uh, not necessarily a starter, but we think a likely candidate to be named to the squad. Uh, finally, we have uh, Christian Brosman. So Brosman is only 20 years old. He's been on the team, though, since he was 18, uh, since 2021, and has 11 caps. He's actually coded as a right-back, uh, but he has played as a centre-back uh, in six of his seven starts over the period uh, here. So we moved him to uh, centre-back. Um, and as I kind of hinted there, seven games that he started... Uh, over the past two years, subbed in for two and on the bench for two, and with the under-20 team for one other. So that's almost the uh, participation level of a definite candidate, uh, perhaps because he's young. Um, um, that's a terrible reason <laughs> to move him down a notch, but uh, we did put him as a likely candidate for that or for some other reason. Uh, anyway, Christian Brosman, um, a likely candidate. Uh, and we have uh, one possible candidate in Amantur Shamerzaev. 
so he is 23 years old with no caps for the national team. He got his first appearance on the bench uh, just recently in October 2023, and he didn't start either of the two games there, but he was on the bench for one and not selected for the last match. And that's all we'll say about him uh, because uh, that's close to uh, unlikely. But the recent participation makes him uh, a possible candidate. All right, let's summarize the position. So as we saw, it's almost always four at the back for uh, Kyrgyzstan, and that means two central defender. Uh, but in two games, we saw that they have used uh, three, uh, a three-man back line. Anyway, I think in terms of two, it's usually Kozubayev and someone else. So most commonly, the someone else is a rotation of the three likely players that we mentioned, Kitchen, Akhmatov, and Brozman. Uh, but recently, defensive midfielder uh, Dusobekov was used. We'll meet him uh, shortly. Uh, so that suggests that the spot beside Kozubayev um, is uh, somewhat available. Uh, I would guess that uh, Kitchen would be the main man, but we've seen that he's in and out of the team. Uh, and so um, uh, a bit uncertain, but Kozubaya probably uh, going to be one of the starters. Okay, let's move over to left back and uh, begin with a listing of the candidates. So we have uh, Bekzan uh, Saganbaev as a likely candidate, and also uh, Sonyon Bek um, Mamiraliev as a likely candidate. Um, and we do have a, a, a possible but unlikely candidate. I'll just mention his name, uh, Kerat Izakov. Uh, he got one appearance as a substitute and was not selected for the last three games. Uh, so we don't think he has uh, much of a chance. Okay, let's look at the two candidates then, the two main candidates. Uh, Bekzan Saganbaev uh, has been with uh, Kyrgyzstan since 2018. 30 caps and four goals for the 29-year-old. And um, he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. Over the past two years, Sagenbaev has started eight of their 14 games, uh, subbed in for two. Uh, however, he was injured for the last two, so that's a bit of a concern, and also not selected for two matches. So um, he is out with an ankle injury, and we will have to update that in part two uh, of the media cast. Okay, and the other candidate is new, but inserting himself quite well. Soyuntbek uh, uh, Mamiraliev. Uh, he's been with the team then since his first cap in March 2023. And he started five of their eight remaining games and was subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So he's been called up for eight games since his first appearance and um, started uh, five of them. So uh, perhaps making a bid for the top spot there, uh, Mamiraliev. Let's uh, review the position then with a narrative. Sagambayev uh, did have a firm grip on the position until March 2023 uh, when he began sharing it with... Uh, uh, Mamiraliev, and um, Saganbayev's recent injury has given uh, Mamiraliev an even stronger chance at being the starter. So again, we'll have to kind of uh, update on the injury there. Uh, but even before the injury, Mamiraliev was making inroads. Next, we go to right backs, and we have a definite candidate 
in um, sorry, uh, we have a definite candidate in Krat uh, Zergelbeck Ulu. Um, uh, Krat Zergelbeck Ulu, and um, we also have Alexander Mischenko as a possible candidate. So let's just talk about the uh, positions here. Um, none of them are coded as right backs. In fact, the only player uh, uh, we have coded as a right back is Christian Brosman. And we see that he's been playing as a central defender, so we moved him there. Uh, Zergelbeck Ulu. Um, is coded as a left back, as is Mischenko here. So uh, these are uh, kind of out of position players. Uh, anyway, Zergobek Ulu, I believe he's the captain now, and uh, he has been with the team since 2013. And he is one of the two players we mentioned as having more than 60 caps. So 62 caps for uh, this 29-year-old uh, Zergobek Ulu, and uh, he was a starter in the 2019. Asian Cup. Um, he has started all 14 of their games uh, over the past uh, two years. Uh, not always as a right back though, sometimes he's seen further upfield as a uh, as a right winger. So I may need to kind of review his, uh, his designation there because he's, he's been playing on the right uh, for quite a while. He lined up as a defender as a left defender in the 2019 Asian Cup too. Oh, as a left defender, yes, he was on the left in the Asian Cup. Anyway, still worthy of a review. Uh, our possible candidate, Alexander Mischenko, um, has been with the team since 2019 uh, with 14 caps, and he has started five of their 14 games over the past two years. Those are basically when Zergobek Ulu is playing upfield. And uh, Mischenko subbed in for three, uh, but was not selected for the last six matches. So uh, possible or even possible, but unlikely, uh, given that he's been off the team uh, for quite a while now, a half a year anyway. So as we said, um, uh, these are out of position players, uh, but it is Zergobek Ulu most commonly there. Um, he did move upfield to play as a right attacking midfielder, uh, in which case Mischenko uh, started, but recently he has come back into the uh, right back position. So Zurgobek Ulu uh, right now really seems the only candidate for this position of right back. All right, we are finished with the defense, so we're going to move on to midfielders, and we'll begin with defensive midfielders. Uh, and we have a, a definite candidate in Odiljan uh, Abdurakmanov, or sometimes called Odil uh, Abdurakmanov. Uh, and we have a likely can, sorry, not a likely, uh, possible, and in fact, three uh, possible candidates in uh, Magomed Uzdinov, uh, LDR. Uh, Zari Bekov, and uh, a player we met as playing central defender recently, uh, Batyar Dusobekov. So let's go back um, to the beginning and look at the players a bit uh, of their biographies. So um, 
Uh, Abdu Rachmanov has been with Kyrgyzstan since 2016, uh, 31 caps and six goals. He was on the roster uh, for the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, but didn't see any field time uh, in that cup. However, uh, in the past two years, uh, Abdu Rachmanov has started 10 of their 14 games, and he was on the bench for two. However, he was injured for the last two matches, which is a bit of a big deal uh, that we'll talk about. Uh, a bit later. So really, Abdurakmanov, a definite candidate, but the uh, injury uh, may play a role here, a muscle injury, uh, by the way. Okay, uh, Ustinov, Magomed Ustinov, uh, got his first cap in March of 2023 and started just one of their remaining eight games. Um, and he was subbed in for two and on the bench for two and not selected for three others. So basically, I think that was a uh, one of the recent games where he replaced Abdu Rachmanov uh, to get his, uh, uh, to get his uh, first start. Uh, the other possible candidate is LDR uh, Zaribekov, and he got his first cap even more recently in October of 2023. And he too started one of their remaining two games um, in October. And he was subbed in for the other. So also uh, replacing Akma, uh, uh, sorry, Abdu, uh, Abdu Rachmanov uh, when he was injured. Uh, okay, and then finally, um, we have uh, Dusobekov. Uh, who is more of a veteran than the other two, and I probably should have introduced him first among the possible candidates. Uh, Duso Bekov has been with uh, the team since 2015, and he has 39 caps and two goals, and he was part of the squad for the Asian Cup in 2019. He subbed into two games there, and over the past two years, he started three of their 14 games, uh, subbed in for three and on the bench for four, uh, but not selected for four. So um, I would say almost a likely candidate uh, with that resume. Uh, and as we say, as we saw, he did start as a center, uh, central defender once, and I think only once actually as a defensive midfielder. Um, but I think I will actually move him up on the list because he seems uh, the most... Uh, seems to have the most chance among the uh, likely candidates or among the possible candidates here. So let's go back and summarize this position. So uh, the formation sometimes does have a defensive midfielder. Uh, if it's the uh, variation on the 4-5-1, the 4-1-4-1, uh, for example, or the 4-2-2-2-1, uh, if there is a defensive midfielder, it's usually Abdurakhmanov. And we've seen all three of the Baltimore players actually replace him in that position once each. And in the last two games, uh, that is because of his uh, injury um, uh, there. So uh, a lot here depends on Abdurakhmanov's um, uh, uh, injury status going forward. Uh, I should say that we usually actually combine defensive and central midfielders, but they are uh, separated a bit more clearly in, uh, in Kyrgyzstan's uh, squad or in their formations, uh, but they do bleed in a bit when it's not 
uh, when it's a two-man central midfield and sometimes they even have a three-man central midfield but we'll talk about that in this section uh, where we look at central midfielders so here we have one likely candidate in Urbol uh, Atabayev as a likely candidate and we have Ermak uh, uh, Kenjebayev um, Ermek Kenjebayev as a possible candidate and we have uh, Arsen uh, Sharshan Bekov as a possible candidate too and uh, we also have a possible but unlikely candidate in uh, Azim uh, Azarov and um, he uh, was uh, not selected for the last five matches though so uh, we won't talk too much about him uh, let's go back and look at the main candidates, though. Urbol Atabayev um, has been with the team uh, since his first cap in June of 2022, uh, and he started seven of their remaining games. He subbed in for two uh, and was with the under-23 team for one. Uh, however, he was injured for the last two games, just like... Um, uh, uh, just like... Um, uh, Abdurakmanov, in fact, the same injury, a muscle injury, uh, and he has been out for the last two games. So that is causing a bit of uh, chaos in the central midfield, as we'll see when we get to the summary. Um, he plays in Russia at Abayev, and um, uh, he was fielded for all nine games since he was called up, but as we said, injured for the last two. So we consider Atabayev a likely candidate, again, kind of depending on his injury there. Okay, uh, the next one, Ermek Kenjabayev. Um, Kenjabayev has been with the team since his first cap recently in October 2023, and he didn't start any of those two games, but he was subbed in for both of them. Uh, there and also brand new is the other possible candidate Arsen uh, Sharshen Bekov. So he is just 19 years old. Uh, Kenjabaya, by the way, is 20 years old. So these are two very young players being brought in, probably to uh, cover the injured uh, players there. Um, Sharshen Bekov uh, uh, also uh, appeared in October 23. Uh, 2023 on the bench for the first match uh, and subbed in for the uh, second match there. So he actually plays for uh, Aliana uh, Vladikavkaz in Russia, uh, playing in Russia uh, since 2022. So these are promising players, but uh, perhaps being brought in a little before their time. And uh, let's talk about a summary of the central midfield. So when it's a two-man central midfield, it's usually Abdurakmanov and someone else. So that was actually uh, attacking midfielder Musabekov, who we'll meet later, uh, usually Musabekov as first, and then it became Atabayev here, and sometimes we also see attacking midfielder Shukarov uh, kind of coming back into the central midfield. And it is the same cast of these three characters. So uh, Atabayev, Musabekov, and Shukarov. Um, when it is uh, a three-man midfield, so it'll be Abdurakmanov and two of those players. Uh, so for Kyrgyzstan, uh, a three-man midfield will always be a triangle, a 2-1 or a 1-2. 
but it'll never be a line of three players across the middle. Anyway, despite being a central midfield, uh, Atabayev is not actually noticeably more defensive than the two attacking midfielders, Musabekov and Shurkarov. So uh, basically, uh, those three are in a rotation. Uh, now, uh, we have seen that Abdurakhmanov and Atabayev uh, have both uh, been with a recent injury. Uh, and it's really seemed to scramble in the last two games for the new manager. Uh, so we see all sorts of players brought in and getting starts. Uh, Dusabekov um, and uh, five basically new names uh, making up the central midfield. And uh, most of them are attacking midfield. And um, the uh, two players below not really uh, getting starts but being tried out as substitutes. So it'll be interesting to see both in November and going into the Cup uh, what becomes of the central midfield here. But it would really be uh, uh, upsetting for them to lose Abdurakhmanov and even the newer uh, Atabayev uh, in, for the Cup. Okay, let's move on to uh, left and right midfielders. So uh, we really only have one candidate here. Um, because this position isn't really used, uh, this seems to be a new trend uh, for not only Kyrgyzstan, but uh, uh, all teams. The 4-4-2 uh, formation, um, oh, sorry, the, uh, the for, anyway, the formation they use doesn't really call for left or right midfielders. As we said, it's never a line of three, uh, even when they do have three central midfielders. So uh, the 4-1-2-2-1, uh, kind of has something like it, but as we've seen, it'll be attacking midfielders or central midfielders uh, making up the role. So uh, we do have one player uh, coded as a right uh, midfielder, and that's Akladin Israelov. Uh, but we're not even going to put his name on the list, even though he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. And that's because he last appeared for the team in March 2022. So uh, Israelov is only 29 years old. Actually, I see a couple of reasons here for putting his name uh, on the list. Um, but it would be a surprise to see Israelov come back into the squad. Okay, let's move on then to left wingers. And uh, when we talk about left wingers, we're really talking about the upper left quadrant of the field. So uh, generally, actually, for Kyrgyzstan, that's a left attacking midfielder, and the same is true on the right. Uh, or it could be a left winger, um, or it could be even something close to a left uh, forward. But anyway, think of the upper left quadrant of the field here. And we have a definite candidate in uh, Gultovit Alikulov, and a, a couple of possible candidates in Beknaz uh, Almazbekov. Uh, did I say likely? I meant possible. And uh, uh, Eldar Moldozunasov, uh, two possible candidates there. And again, we have a couple of names of the uh, possible but unlikely or soon to be off the squad that we won't mention because they seem too far uh, off the squad. So let's go back and look at these players in more detail. Uh, Gulzigit Ali, Ali Kulov, 
uh, is a definite candidate. He has been with the team since 2019 with 25 caps and four goals. So that's pretty good uh, for a 23-year-old. He got his first cap when he was 19. And he plays in Belarus for a team I'm not familiar with, uh, actually, Neyman Grondo in uh, Belarus. And uh, he started nine of their 14 games over the past two years. He was on the bench for one. He was on special leave for one and not selected for one. So basically uh, always called up. And uh, we have seen him play uh, in a more central role, but generally we see him in the upper left quadrant as a left attacking midfielder most of the time. The first of our possible candidate is Beknaz Almazbekov. Uh, he's an interesting case. He got his first cap when he was uh, 17. He's only 18 uh, now and uh, first appeared on the bench in June 2022 and started one of their remaining 12 games. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for two and uh, not selected for uh, seven other matches. He is the player who plays for Galatasaray. Uh, I should be clear, Galatasaray's youth club uh, in Turkey um uh since 2017 so it uh, looks like an up-and-comer uh definitely uh, just a possible candidate here he was fielded though in the last two games um and so it looks like he's kind of uh, uh well on the way uh the other possible candidate is el eldar uh moldozunasov and he has 10 caps for the national team since 2021 and um started one of their 14 games over the past two years, subbed in for two and on the bench for four, and also not selected for seven matches, but in his case, uh, he was not there for the last three matches. Uh, so it looks like uh, Almaz Bekov has a slightly better chance there. Uh, let's uh, finish this uh, with a summary of the position of left winger. Uh, actually, the position is generally left attacking midfielder, and the few times they have used a, uh, a three-man central defense, it's actually been the left back and right backs uh, moving up to a left wing position. Uh, anyway, Ali Kulov, Ali Kulov is usually in the position, uh, but when he's not been there, uh, each of the players below uh, did get one start. And otherwise, it's been uh, an attacking midfielder um, uh, twice in that position and a forward once. Uh, meanwhile, Ali Kulov has uh, moved over to other positions. He played as a uh, central midfielder. I think he also played as a right winger uh, also. Uh, anyway, they do seem to be looking for a backup player for this position, but the definite candidate, Ali Kulov, seems to have nailed down uh, the starting position. Uh, let's go over to the right wing where it's uh, much less clear. In terms of candidates, we only have one at the possible level, and that's uh, Ate uh, Zumachev. So um, Ate Zumachev started two of their 14 games over the past uh, two years. He was on the bench for four and not selected for eight others, including the last two matches. So really not making inroads uh, as a starter. Uh, Zumachev, and that's all we have for candidates, so let's talk about the position then. Uh, they seem to have long been scrambling to find a player for this position, trying out all sorts of out-of-position players. Um, we saw that the right-back, uh, Zergelbek Ulu, 
uh, made a strong bid for the position and was there for quite a while uh, in the early period. Uh, also um, attacking midfielder Musa Bekov, who we'll meet shortly, started a couple of times over here. And uh, Zumachev, um, the only player coded for the position, uh, only started twice. And then recently, as we said, left winger Ali Kulov uh, moved over and also forward Kai Merck was tried. So as we said, all sorts of players uh, being tried out and the position still seems quite unsettled. Uh, but it looks like they will be uh, going into the cup with an out-of-position player uh, in this um, position. Uh, Zumashev, um, at best, a, a backup player uh, for the position. All right, that is the um, midfield, and we go to the forward line. We begin with attacking midfielders here, and we've actually mentioned several of them. Uh, we have... Almardan Shurkarov, we said he sometimes uh, plays as a central midfielder. He's a likely candidate, as is uh, Farhat Musabekov um, at the likely level. And we have one more, uh, Tursun Ali Rostomov, uh, also likely, although he's not really a starter. And then we have several candidates at the uh, possible level. We have Alisher uh, uh, Zalilov. Uh, Kimi Merck, one of the Merck brothers, uh, Amir Zaparov, and um, Murolim Jan Ahmedov. Uh, four possible candidates there. And uh, we also have a couple at the portable but unlikely level, which uh, we won't mention uh, unless they come back into the squad. Okay, let's uh, take a look. We have a lot of candidates to look at here then. Beginning with uh, Almardon Shurkarov. So he's been with the team since 2017 with 25 caps and five goals. He's 24 years old. He also plays for that team in Belarus that we uh, saw before, Neyman Grodno, and he's played in Turkey as well. Over the past two years, uh, Shurkarov has started 11 of their 14 games and he was not selected for three others, including the last two matches. Um, nevertheless, we keep him at the likely level uh, because he really was a staple in the team, except for the last two games. Uh, second likely candidate is Farhat Musabekov. So he's been with the team since 2015 and has uh, 53 caps, two goals, so one of the more experienced players uh, on the team and he was part of the 2019 Asian Cup squad there a starter uh, in in that uh, tournament um, for Kyrgyzstan over the past two years Musa Bekov has started eight of their 14 games and um, subbed in for one and uh, not selected for five uh, he too not selected for the last two matches so uh we alluded to this at the beginning some big changes in uh recent games and uh leaving shukarov and musabekov uh off the roster was uh, a surprise um anyway we still think they're likely candidates because they were an uh, important part of the squad uh also likely uh tursan ali rostomov um he has been with the team since 2012, uh, but only 32 caps and two goals there. He's 32 years old, and he also is part of the Asian Cup squad. Uh, 
Um, but just as a substitute, he did sub into three games and he scored an important goal uh, there. Um, a tying goal at the end of extra time against UAE, although they lost the match in the end. Uh, so Rostomov uh, has not started any of their 14 games, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for six. Uh, he's been injured for the last two matches and wasn't selected for two uh, besides that. So his muscle injury may be a concern, uh, although he is really uh, better known as a substitute uh, than as a starter. In fact, he, he has not started much recently. So all three of the likely players um, not available for the last two matches. Uh, okay, let's look at the four possible candidates, beginning with Alisha Zalela. Uh, Zalilov, Zalilov, um, and he has started four of their 14 games over the past two years, uh, subbed in for four and on the bench for one. He actually was out for four games with a fractured lower leg, but he came back from that. Um, he's not selected for four other matches, also including the last two matches. Good Lord, I didn't realize there were so many of them. Uh, in this position, not selected for the last couple of matches. So uh, he was a consistent starter. Uh, I'm going to say Alisha uh, Zalilov all the time because there's a couple of other players uh, called Zalilov. Uh, I don't know if they show up in, in our uh, list here, but uh, Kyrgyzstan, I think, has three players uh, with that last name. Anyway, Alisha Zalilov uh, was a consistent starter in 2021 and, in fact, for the first two games in 2022. Uh, but he was drifting off the team even before he suffered a fractured leg uh, for the June 2022 games. And he's been in and out since, but as we said, not selected for the last two games. So uh, that's Alisha Zalilov. Uh, I guess these uh, players that we're turning to now are couple of the players kind of coming into the squad. One is uh, Kimi Merck. Um, he's uh, 19 years old. He got his first cap in October uh, here, 2023, and started both of the remaining two games there. Of course, that is uh, obviously due to the other players being absent. Uh, Kimi Merck was born in Germany, uh, by the way. He's very young, um, so might be a, a bit of a surprise to see him taking over the position from veterans like Shukarov and Musabayev. Uh, the next player, Amir Zaparov, uh, also quite young, 23 years old. He got his first cap in September of 2023. So he started one of their remaining three games and he was subbed in uh, for the two others. So again, uh, a new player, but uh, he has been selected. Again, that may be due to the injuries. Uh, our final uh, possible candidate here is, uh, 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 sorry, Murolijan Ahmadov. Ahmadov. Uh, he's been with the team since 2017 and has 17 caps. And he was selected for the 2019 Asian Cup, but uh, was just on the bench for that tournament. And over the past two years, Ahmadov has started none of their 14 games, but he was subbed in for four and on the bench for five and not selected for five others. And believe it or not, that too is, includes the last two matches. So all sorts of players are missing, uh, missing there. Okay, so a bit of a mess uh, in terms of this position. 
uh, over the last couple of games. So uh, overall, the attacking midfield position exists only sometimes. Uh, they do use a 4-2-3-1, uh, as we saw, uh, or sometimes in a 4-4-2 diamond formation where the midfield is a 1-2-1. Uh, we'll see an attacking midfielder, and we also see that some of these players uh, move back into the central midfield. So Alicia uh, Zalilov had it in 2021 and early 2022, as we saw, but then he drifted off the team. And since then, it's the attacking midfielders that we mentioned during our discussion of the central midfield. So that would be central midfielder Atabaev, uh, and then attacking midfielders here, Musabekov and Shukarov uh, playing in this position. In the last two games, however, uh, newcomer Kimi Merck has taken up the position. So uh, it'll be interesting to see in November and going into the cup what becomes of the attacking midfield position. And we move on to our final position since we have no secondary strikers. Uh, the forward position. So we have... Uh, one uh, definite candidate here in Ernest uh, Baturkanov. And uh, we have the other Merck brother, Kai Merck, as a likely candidate. Uh, and we have Merlin Mirzaev also as a likely candidate. And one more still, uh, Joel Kojo. And then we also have three... Uh, possible candidates. I have a great story for you about Victor Meyer. Also, we have uh, Murbek Akhmataliev and our third uh, possible candidate, Dastanbek Toktosuno. And uh, again, we have uh, a couple of players that we won't put on the list here uh, unless they come back into the uh, uh, unless they're selected. So let's go back to the top and uh, look at the biographies of some of these players. So Ernest uh, Baturkanov uh, has been with the team since 2018 and has 24 caps. He's 25 years old. And uh, back, uh, uh, Baturkanov was selected for the 2019 Asian Cup, but uh, he only subbed in briefly into one game there and over the past two years he started four of their 14 games uh, however he was subbed in for six and on the bench for four others so he only starts a few games uh, but he is always uh, called up to the squad and uh, that's what we mean by definite here as a definite candidate to be named to the to the final squad uh, let's begin with the first of our three likely candidates in Kai Merck so actually, uh, he too was born in Germany like his brother. He is actually six years older uh, than Kimi Merck. So we saw that Kimi Merck was uh, quite young, but uh, Kai Merck is not. He's 25 years old. He plays for a team in Luxembourg, having played in Germany before that. He got his first cap in March of 2023 and started two of their remaining eight games uh, subbed in for two, on the bench for two, and not selected for two. So Kai Merck, a likely candidate to make the squad. Next, we have uh, Merlan Mirzaev, uh, and he's uh, the veteran here, actually the only other player uh, in Kyrgyzstan's history with 60 caps or more. That's what he has, exactly 60. 
uh, caps and 16 goals since his uh, first start in 2009. Uh, but I should say, oh, wow, he has played for a lot of teams in a lot of countries. Uh, but what's relevant here is that he was last with Hanoi in uh, Vietnam, um, but left them, I believe it was in June or July of this year, and it's been unattached since. So he's not really playing uh, club soccer and um that may well affect his uh, presence on the national team here. Over the past two years, Mirzaev started eight of their 14 games. He was on the bench for two and not selected uh, for six others, including the last two matches. But we do see uh, uh, maybe uh, a reason for that uh, too. So um, he was their top scorer in World Cup qualifying. He got five of their 19 goals uh, in the qualification campaign. And um, he only starts about half the games uh, anyway, even though he kind of was the main forward. He doesn't seem to be any more. And, uh, oh, sorry, I do have a note here that he left Hanoi on September 15th. So that kind of explains uh, um, uh, a little bit. He wasn't selected for the last two matches. Uh, so we have him as likely due to his reputation, but I would say... Uh, because of his story, it's kind of up in the air for him. Uh, our next candidate is Joel Kojo. He's a Ghanaian-born uh, player who played in uh, Kyrgyzstan long enough that he uh, gained citizenship. Uh, ironically, though, he doesn't play in Kyrgyzstan anymore. He's with uh, Dinamo Samarkand in Uzbekistan since 2023. Uh, however, he got his first cap in June 2023 for Kyrgyzstan and started one of their remaining five games, and he was subbed in for the four others, so uh, making a good bid um, for, the, uh, uh, for being called up. Uh, we have him as a likely candidate. Next, we have Victor Meyer. Well, Victor Meyer is a, a big name for the squad, but maybe doesn't play as much as uh, one might think. Uh, Victor Meyer has been with the team since 2015. He has 24 caps and four goals. And uh, he was selected for the final squad uh, for the 2019 Asian Cup. But he was injured and replaced uh, by another player. Uh, Oddly, this is the story I was referring to. Uh, he was their top scorer for the uh, Asian Cup 2023 qualifying, despite just playing one game. So he returned uh, after a more than two and a half year absence in June of 2022, and he started one of their remaining games. Uh, he was subbed in for one and not selected for the last 10 matches. So the most we can say here is that he's a possible candidate. However, he scored three goals in that one game he played. Or actually, no, I think he was subbed in for a game. So he scored three goals over the two games he played uh, during the period and uh, became the top scorer uh, in qualifying for them. So, you know, he did come back for those important games. He plays in Germany. So perhaps that means he would come back for the... Uh, uh, for the cup here and then doesn't play their friendlies and uh, stuff like that. So uh, we do have Victor Meyer at the possible level, uh, even though he hasn't been part of the last uh, 10 games. The second possible candidate is Murbek Akhmataliev. And uh, he uh, has been with the team since 2016, but only has amassed five caps in that period. Um, 
he appeared once actually in 2016 and once in 2021 so uh, the, just two appearances over those five years. Uh, but he returned after an almost two-year absence in September 2023 here, so just recently, and started one of their remaining three games and subbed in for the other two. So it looks like uh, Akmataliev uh, Ak is finally getting his chance uh, here. And uh, he's on loan to a team in Malaysia, uh, a club team in Malaysia right now. And our third uh, possible candidate, Dastan Beck Poktosuno, um, is just 21 years old. And uh, he got his first cap recently in October 2023. Didn't start any of the, uh, or either of the remaining two games, but was subbed in for both. So uh, Poktosuno getting a chance to prove himself uh, there. Okay, and we finished then with a summary of the forward position. So usually just one forward, but sometimes it is two. And uh, it was Mirzaev for most of the period, uh, but he has drifted off the team recently. Uh, uh, but uh, always seemed to be the backup. And in fact, he still seems to be the backup uh, despite getting a few starts. He didn't really... Um, seized the starting position when Mirzaev lost it. Uh, more recently, Merck and Kojo have been used, and then uh, this perhaps is, is uh, spelling the end for Mirzaev, who, as we saw, is without a club. Uh, but uh, we do have to take into account the famous appearance by Victor Meyer, uh, which puts him in the mix. He, he will perhaps return for the cup. Um, you know, keeping in mind that he was injured for the Cup in 2019 and missed his opportunity there. So, honestly, I wouldn't be that surprised to see him coming in. Okay, that is the end of our look at the players. And let's uh, go to uh, closing thoughts. So, even more than I thought, uh, we do have changes. I mentioned it at the beginning. An influx of new players, uh, especially in the October games. Uh, but equally so... Um, a number of uh, uh, a number of regular selections uh, not being called up. So we have uh, a few reasons for that. One uh, is injuries. Uh, one just seems to be uh, new players brought in to replace old players, and it's hard to know which of those will be chosen. And we also have the complication of a new manager, perhaps uh, maybe. Uh, finish the phase of observing and actually making the changes that he wants to make before the Cup. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what becomes of all that um, in uh, the November game and in the uh, selection for the Asian Cup squad. All right, and they, uh, we'll do a preview of what we're going to do in part two. So uh, we will go through the list that we compiled here and uh, make a note of any surprise non-selections there. Those would be players at the, at the definite or possible level, sorry, definite or likely level that are not selected for the squad. And then any surprise inclusions, so players at the possible but unlikely level or seems to be off the squad. And I got to say, we didn't actually introduce a lot of those players here. So they will uh, um, uh, appear to be new players. But we do actually have uh, a fairly long list of, of players here. We just didn't want to kind of 
make the media cast longer by going through all of them. But we will bring them back if they do make the uh, final squad. And uh, any new players too, we did see a few new players coming in in September and October. And I think we might see a couple more uh, uh, before the Cup because that often happens. And uh, finally, we'll give an update on injuries. Uh, we didn't see any particular... Um, Oh, yes, of course, we did see the two central midfielders uh, injured for the October game. So we'll be able to update that and see if those injuries are going to extend into the cup. Uh, and then any injuries kind of uh, closer to the cup, uh, we'll give an update on. So that brings us to the end uh, of part one. And we hope you join us for part two. We originally planned to tag on our past, present and future plans for the media cast but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank the Burr Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.